Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Thelonia. And today we're talking about the third episode of uh, The Handmaid's Tale, which was called Late. Yeah. <laughs> On the, I, as I started it, I was like, wait for what? And then at, by the end, I was like, ah, oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm familiar with this. Yeah. So I had a lot of notes this episode. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, like relatively. I think for a lot of it, I was kind of like, all right. I mean, like, this makes sense. I see where we're going here. Yeah, it Let's almost like keep it a go. <laughs> it feels like so. I mean, like as a general note, I feel like it all seems very heavy-handed, mm. and like just like to the point where I like f- have an averse reaction, <laughs> where it's like, oh, like I agree with the ideas you have here, but like the way that you're in the level to which you're depicting them makes me feel like weird about it. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I felt that especially in the flashback episode, like parts of the episode yeah. that you get oh later on. But um, yeah, for sure. It, it's like we start off with a flashback. Um, I mean, it starts off with like two different narrations. First, you get Off Glen in prison giving a narration, and then it cuts to Offred giving a narration, and then it cuts to Offred's flashback. Mm-hmm. And it's like she's jogging with <laughs> Moira, and like you get a slow mo yeah. of like. Her boobs bouncing, and it's like a woman going like, uh, like as she Gross. passes. And then they they get called sluts in a coffee shop. It's weird, and it is notes, weird. My notes it's... for that chunk was just like backstory. <laughs> Main character, because I forgot what Alfred's name was, gets called a slut by coffee boy, and then fired. Bad day. So like, <laughs> bad. The worst of bad days is when. The barista calls you a slut and you get fired while a bunch of people with guns stand outside your office. Like, yeah, that kind of sucked, I guess. Yeah, I was really concerned because I think because um, they started off with the uh, the um, the whole series with the, showing her on the run with her mm-hmm. husband and daughter. I keep expecting every time there's a flashback, I'm like, okay, and now we're going to get there? Like, Nope. Now it's going to happen. And then it just nope, keeps going like, nope, things are just going to progressively be still, getting worse. And I'm like, not all right. until the very last episode of the season, probably. We're just, they're just going to really drag us along for as long as they can. <laughs> um, yeah, my first note was like, I guess this was when Uffglen was being taken away or something. And they said something about the resistance. And I don't know. Oh, I yeah. thought that was kind of funny because uh, I never, maybe this is. I feel like I'm always just referencing back to the book, which is kind of lame, but here we go. Nah, be lame. <laughs> Embrace it. Um, But, like, I don't know. I thought one of the main aspects of the book was that there was a sense that there might be some resistance, but, like, the threads of this resistance are not very strong. It's not like, I don't know, it's not like the Hunger Games where it's, like, this <laughs> movement this, like, physical movement that you see, like, sweep across the different, I forget what they're called, states, quote-unquote, districts. <laughs> yeah, like, it's none of that. You just kind of, like, hear whispers of it. Um, and there are small actions that are attributed to the resistance, but you don't actually know if they had anything to do with it. Or it, like, it, like, makes you doubt the resistance. But, yeah. like, I feel like the narr- the narrators, not the narrators, the writers are sort of legitimizing it to us by being like, oh, they know, like, 
it's off Glenn and she's part of the resistance. And I feel like it's losing some of the the sort of fear, like the, the sense of tension for Offred, where she like doesn't know who to trust or what she can trust and like what's real. And in the show, they're just like, yeah, there's a resistance. <laughs> I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, I definitely feel that even as like I've I haven't read the book in forever, but like going after this is like pretty blind. It's it's definitely a thing of like the first episode, you're really like, who can I trust? But mm-hmm. like finding out that more and more people are involved with the resistance is kind of like, well, there's yeah. less and less chance of getting in trouble then. Like, <laughs> yeah, it seems like you can trust everyone. <laughs> like everyone's in the resistance. Like, how is this society even sustaining itself? Yeah, I know. The people like, are everyone's kind of just like not having it, and now I guess like Nick is on our side. Like, what it, the hell? Like, it's I don't... really hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was kind of weird. Well, weird, maybe just different from the book. Weird that we are seeing things that Offred isn't seeing. Like she says, like, "Oh, yeah. oh I've heard stories from the others." And I'm like, "Okay, sure. I don't know how they know this much." Um, but I did. As a whole, the sort of thread of Offgland's story, like, throughout the episode, I enjoyed more than any of the stuff about Offred. Although I thought it was, like, the the lynching scene was a bit, uh, I don't know. What is up with us watching shows where there are just, like, sort of, like, unnecessary lynching yeah. scenes? Or it's just, like, are you just trying to elicit, like, an emotional response, but, like, from the audience? I don't know. I felt like it was a manipulative thing from the writers more than it was like it didn't feel as impactful to me as I think it was supposed to or it should have in relation to the real world I guess it felt like very yeah dramatic and I was uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) I mean (laughs) I like for me in the the lynching scene it comes later in the episode but like I'm gonna talk about it now it was mostly (laughs) I was mostly distracted by the fact that like First of all, I find, like, I guess slow suffocation less terrifying than, like, a drop and, like, snapping your... I don't know. But, like, they kind of, like, hook her and then, like, pull her up on, like, a forklift. I don't know what the hell they use. And, like, basically she gets, like, five feet off the ground and then, like, her arms drop and she just, like... You see her in the background for long, like, a relatively... Yeah. longer shot than normal and she's just not moving and I'm like yeah I, she died I, super I, fast yeah all <laughs> I was thinking was just like what's wrong with her neck that like she immediately choked out like yeah they like happened? lift her up and she like moved a little bit and then she's like okay I'm done yeah I'm it's like, just like okay. that's it I'm dead and it was just, I was like how did she die that like the whole point of being like pulled up by like not having your neck snapped when you get it's hung like is that you have painful. to slow yeah you have to slowly suffocate and she was dead in like five seconds so I don't know who who was involved <laughs> yeah. in that choice. You're debating the scientific logic of <laughs> the editing time. Look, no, yeah, it would have been more dramatic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that definitely would have been more dramatic. If we're going I for thought, drama. Yeah, I thought it was, like, a very, like, beautiful and nice moment when the two of them hold hands in the mm. van. And I just wanted it to be that. Like, I just wanted them to, like, have that brief touch and to, like, really feel, like the difficulty of the situation but they're just like no we're gonna hold hands but we're also going to sob violently and hold each other together tighter and then there's gonna be a dramatic lynching scene and i was like guys like you <laughs> did a good thing and then you kept going like and i like kiss each other's hands yeah it was uh i it, i find like the unknown 
more like terrifying, I For guess, sure. than knowing. <laughs> so it's like if she gets dragged out of the van and the van door shuts and like you never see her again, like that's worse to me. Because yeah. <laughs> you're just like, maybe she's still alive. And like, I don't know, you can reveal she's dead at some point, but I find right. it like they're playing all their cards on the table. They really Pretty are. Heavy. It, it doesn't feel like, like, at the beginning, they were like, here are our mysteries. And then they're like, we're going to solve all of them very quickly <laughs> and in your face so that you feel sad. And I'm like, okay, but, like, this isn't good storytelling. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like, what? what like, you're going to have to make up new ones now because you've yeah, told us all your old they've, ones. They've, like, blown through every event in the book and now it's just, like, <laughs> random. Like, I'm like, what are you, you're running out of, I mean, I guess there's only eight episodes, but... It does There's feel There's going to be a second paced. season, though, right? I yeah, mean, but I like, think the first season is just, like, the book, and then the second season is, like, now the writers get to do whatever they want. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, boy. Because um, the second episode, I was kind of like, oh, this is picking up, and I'm, like, intrigued. But this episode just felt like chaos. Yeah. Like, in, like, a not... It just felt disorganized, and they were trying to make so many statements that they ended up making none. It just became, like, just noise. They drowned each other out in their different scenes. Like, when Moira is... There's a scene in flashback where Moira is yelling at... Um, sort of yelling at, jokingly. Uh, Luke... Uh, was it joking, though? Like, I she mean, seemed it was, real like, pissed. They <laughs> laughed it off, but, like, yeah, she was, like, pretty pissed. Yeah, my note was, like, are they going to fist fight? Because, like, it <laughs> seems like someone's going to start throwing down. Like, <laughs> that would have, I think tense. that would have been a better end to the scene, honestly, if they had <laughs> gone to physical education. Yeah, I don't know. I also thought that was something that, I, I mean, I didn't like the book that much, but I thought the book definitely did a better job with that. Because, like, Moira wasn't there. It was just, like, um, Alfred, whose name was June, um, apparent, according to the show, um, June uh, sort of told Luke about it. And he was sort of dismissive in a way that was supposed to be like, hey, these two people have both been very passive while all this stuff has been going down. And now they're feeling the effects. And, like, they still haven't quite figured out that they can no longer be passive. And it's, like, becoming dangerous to them sort of thing. But in the show, Mara's like, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to yell at you, Luke, and I'm going to yell at you for things that, like, you didn't even do, um, but more of, like, other things that have happened that I am, like, attributing to your passiveness, but we haven't seen his passiveness. Like, all he said was one thing, and yeah, then he she, was like, like I'm going to take care of her. you, and yeah, Mara started, yeah. and June kind of joined in, and I was like, I kind of get it. Like, it was vaguely patronizing, but, like, yeah, what but is he supposed to do in the situation? Be like, get fucked, <laughs> like, I'm leaving. Yeah, I thought he was being, like, very reasonable, and he kind of got, like, I mean, like, I understand it was, like, an emotionally heightened situation, but it felt like the reaction was, like, just a little bit too strong for, like, what he said. Yeah. And so, I've, like, I was kind of like, ugh. <laughs> I think this episode kind of suffered in that it had a lot of flashbacks relative to, like, the amount of content yeah. we got in, like, the present day. Mm-hmm. So it kind of got weighed down. And I don't think the flashbacks are the strongest, at least not when there's no. a lot of dialogue, because there are scenes that have worked in the flashbacks, but they're usually the quiet ones. Yeah, I like, think they do quiet really well. 
and they do talking really poorly. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like someone in the writing room is just like, oh, this is going to be so important and like yeah. cannot help themselves to like write in like important there... speech. And it's just like, just rein yeah. it back. These are real people. <laughs> like, yeah. You're making it weird, dude. It, yeah, I agree. It, it kind of like became just super like I'm gonna clobber you over the head and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna clobber you over the head again it's like <laughs> oh my god I felt the first one like I got it yeah um and that's especially because like w- what mm-hmm. happens in the present present in this episode it's she visits Janine yes. who's kind of losing it and then Janine like always kind of losing it like <laughs> I let's mean be real true <laughs> did the girl ever have it like I don't know <laughs> and then like she gets uh oh wait that is she does get like tortured interviewed uh but then she like ha- ah, gets her period oops. and that's it like it's th- I mean like not <laughs> that's it because it's big deal but like not a lot plot wise happens and it feels yeah. like that part which I find more interesting was like five minutes and everything else <laughs> was the entire episode yeah I felt like they were they just got like overburdened with different ideas like they wanted to show. Like, the, there was, like, an A story, a B story, a C story, a D story, an E story, an F story. It was like, oh, my God, just pick three or something. Like, there's so many. But it was, like, we were getting Alfred's story with, like, her period and Serena Joy and Rita thinking that she was pregnant. And, like, that was the story. And then it was, like, really more about Serena Joy getting her hopes up sort of thing. Oh, yeah, that was awkward as hell. Yeah, I it's felt like... like oh. Yeah, I... I don't know. I feel like um, one of my notes was that Serena Joy, like, feels... Maybe it's a part... I was thinking it was an aspect of her being younger than she was in the book. Um, But she, when she, like, does things that are, like, kind of crazy in the book, it would feel like she was just really bitter and she'd been worn down. And in the Mm. show, it feels like she's just kind of foolish. Like... When Rita is like, oh, like, uh, I finished the cake or whatever. And then she's like, oh, but it's not wrapped yet. And she's like, well, the cake isn't finished then. And I was like, for some reason, it sounded very like Regina George. More oh, yeah. than it did like Sinister. And I was kind of like, okay, goofball. Like, <laughs> like it's done, basically. Yeah, and she does come off as like pretty naive when uh, uh, yeah. Alfred is trying to tell her like I got my period I'm not pregnant and she like keeps going and she's just like and I'm yeah. so happy you're here God showed me like I believe in him and it's gonna be great now and it's like she missed her period by three days you are jumping the gun here yeah like, and like I'm sure you used to have a period you know that shit is not always on time like it was it was super weird and it made me like she became more interesting when she was being nicer Cause she seemed like more to recognize Alfred's humanity, and then like that flip mm. switch at the end, I felt like was supposed to show that like that was not totally genuine, or maybe that the baby thing is such an important epidemic in this society. But it felt like she just became like a silly character that just kind of like reacts in like overblown and like sometimes nonsensical ways, and I didn't like yeah, that because I, I thought she was getting really interesting, and then they just like threw her under the bus at the very yeah, end. Yeah. No, I read that as, yeah, her being, like, embarrassed that she had just kind of made herself look so dumb. (laughs) When I'm embarrassed, I throw people on the ground and (laughs) scream at them. 
Yeah, because it's just like, now you know how excited I was, go to hell and yeah. stay in this room. And I'm going to say, I was kind of surprised that she had that reaction because when she's like, when, yeah. when did you get your period? And she was like, last night. I for sure thought that Offlin was going to be like, after I got beat the fuck up. Like, that oh, might... Oh, Offlin, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, that would be, like... That would have been a good A out. good excuse. <laughs> yeah, and then she's just, like, she does... Because when she says, like, when did you get your period? I'm, like, it's right after I got the shit beat out of me. Yeah, like, certainly. that's a good reason. And then she's just, like, goes fucking nuts and drags her into her room and, like, yells at her a bunch. And I'm just, like, that's not, like, what what do you hope to accomplish here, lady? Yeah. Like That was confused. Like, I understood what was being attempted with Serena Joy's character, but I just felt like it was so oddly executed <laughs> that I was just like, what? <laughs> like, is this really the reaction this character would have? I'm not yeah. totally sure. Um, oh, yeah. A, a huge change from the book, um, which I think was, like, is a huge mistake because it was, like, sort of an interesting and weird sort of almost side story in the book. Um which I kind of hoped would get more attention here rather than being eliminated, but it was that, like, Janine's baby is the commander's. Because um, in the book, it's a doctor's. Like, she gets... Because oh. the commanders are supposed to be, like... I mean, for the most part, they, they're the ones that are sterile. It's just, like, the the wives are getting blamed. I mean, they're probably both sterile, let's be real. But, <laughs> like, the doctors will be like, hey, like, I can totally knock you up, and I know that'll be good for you. And so, like, Janine, like, slept with the doctor, and so it, like, wasn't even the commander's kid. Um, but in this... Sh- in the show... It's like the commander loves Janine or like Janine thinks the commander loves her. And I guess yeah. that's supposed to like be a warning to offer it with her commander. But I don't know. I was kind of like, I don't know how much this will improve the story that it's like Janine thinks the commander loves her. Like, yeah, because I like the doctor thing. I thought it was really creepy and weird. And it I mean, they might use something. that somewhere else. I don't. <laughs> yeah, someone else is going to be like the doctor knocked me up. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, I read. I read that like as soon as she was like, "I'm glad the baby looks like me and not like her father." I was like, "Why? Is it? Is it? <laughs> is the reason?" And then she and basically, yeah, yeah. Then she goes on her thing where she's just like, "Oh, but I the love commander him. loves me and we're running away together." And I was like, "Oh shit! Like that's not gonna that's not gonna end well for you. That's not gonna yeah. end well for everybody." And also. That's Alfred, not look happen. at your future. Like, look at your future if you do some nonsense and, like, <laughs> play a lot of Scrabble. Scrabble. Like, yeah. You play too much Scrabble. This is what happens to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm interested to see where that goes. Yeah, because um, I felt like they were dropping, like, this is yeah. going to be a thing. I thought they were dropping hints of that, too. And then they were like, just kidding. We're not following <laughs> the book. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. Although they might still, like, come back later and be like, but surprise, she she's like the commander loves her, but she also banged the doctor. Like I don't know. Um, what else? Why are the eyes here? For- oh yeah, when the eyes showed up for or the eye, I suppose showed up for Alfred. I was like, what is this? Like, what is this going to be about? Is it just going to be a general like debriefing? Checking up on you? Yeah, yeah and then like she- hey, you hung out with this person we found out was bad. So we want to see if you know anything, which is sort of what it was, but it became yeah, like it was a whole very routine. And then she starts like just completely mouthing off. And I know it's like she's a rebellious person and shit, but I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you not know what happens here? 
why like yeah i just i don't understand it it kind of like i feel like the problem with offred being so rebellious is that it makes this society look super not threatening yeah like even though she's getting like beat up she's still like so vocal about it that you're just like oh yeah everyone can be super vocal about it but i think like the more terrifying thing would be if she was too afraid to speak up and like it would sort of add to the terror of their reign and build on that like power but they keep stripping the power from these leaders like over and over again and it's like how is this society even like how is it still holding up How is it holding up? The resistance is huge and Offred yells things from the Bible. Like, <laughs> how is this still going? But yeah, that was pretty weird. I also thought, like, turning uh, the sort of Offglen's, like, giving Offglen a story um, and making it uh, a queer storyline was, like, I don't know. I thought it could have been good, but it came out clunky. Yeah. And, like, when they were, like, interviewing her, and they're like, yeah, what do you think is so hot about Rory? I was kind of like... Oh, my God. This is so weird. Like, like, I know it's weird in the context of, like, we're supposed to feel like it's weird, but it's also weird, like, story-wise. I was like... Yeah. I mean, that was the part where I was like, all right, so they don't really know anything. About the resistance? Yeah. No, about, like, their relationship, because they're like, did you you touch each other? And I'm like, okay, they don't know shit. (laughs) And then, like, as soon as I was like, all right, you're safe, like, you're good, just talk good and get out. Yeah, and she's she, like, like she starts mouthing off and then like gets the shipping out of her. I was like, you didn't need to do this. Like you could have completely just escaped this by just lying, which you've been doing, and like yeah. just being like, I didn't know she was gay. Now bye, and like just not talking. Like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, she says in these episodes like, I want to survive, and then she's like, but I'm gonna do all these <laughs> reckless things that endanger my life. And I'm like, <laughs> you gotta. Pick one. Like, pick one. Yep, yep. You can't have both. Um, I think, like, most of... We kind of covered a lot of the stuff I... Oh, you know something we haven't discussed? What? Is it Nick? Because... Oh, no, we haven't discussed Nick either. He's <laughs> so forgettable. <laughs> I know. I just, like, have a note where it's just, like, Nick, what are you doing? Because, like, yeah, there's just a Nick lot doing? of gazing right now. Yeah. A lot of ga- Like, he kind of has, like, the one thing he does is when they're pulling up to the house and there's the eye is there and she's like what what's happening and he's like i'm i I tried but uh like just tell them just tell them what you need to and then like just a lot of looking at each other but i don't really know what's being conveyed here because she is usually just annoyed by people and like he's not really doing anything he gave her ice and they had a really weird tension moment they did have a really weird tension moment yeah. I felt like, I mean, that was sort of a thing in the book also where they had a sort of weird tension where you're like, wait, are they like trying to like ignite a romance? <laughs> um, and then the way it goes in the book is like a little unexpected, but in the show, it feels like it's going to go a really typical way. So I'm kind of like, what's happening? <laughs> um, but yeah, they are trying to like make tension between them, but like in a very, in a very confusing way that I feel like they'll either use the confusion to be clever or it was confusing because they wrote it poorly like it's one of those yeah. two yeah, I just I don't that. know which it is yet um but I guess we'll find out yeah but the thing I was gonna say was uh that crotch grab 
dough. Oh my god, that was so uncomfortable. Yeah, that was super weird, huh? It, like, went on for, like, a weird amount of time. And so, if you don't know what we're talking about, yes, Off Glen please. is, like, <laughs> in prison, and they're moving her about, and she gets, like, stopped against a wall, and she, like, looks and sees an exit sign, but the exit sign is behind her guard. So she just kind of, like, I know how to grabs. get around this guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She just kind of, like, grabs at his crotch, and then there's, like, a really... Like a really long like in shot an of his face. Way. Not yeah, like she I mean, was gonna like, you know, injure him and then run. No, she was like, <laughs> well, in an attempt to be, it, it was weird. Yeah, and, and he like, was like kind of into it, and then he was like, wait a minute. Yeah, like it's not good. Like you hear like people kind of shuffling around in the background, and he just like slams her against the wall, and it's just like, well, yeah. Good try. <laughs> I <laughs> I guess that was supposed to just be about like, oh look, everyone is super sexually repressed in this society. Um yeah. not like like more like the men are sexually repressed. Um, because we've also we've just we've established the rest of it. But like, hey, look, she knows a tactic because it's not great for everyone. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> we can I mean I guess with that we can like kind of <clears throat> oh god. Um it's wrap up with like the end which, yeah, like um, my ju- my major just note is just stitches, which <laughs> was because like as soon as she was like the stitches will be out soon, I was like oh my god, there's no way this is gonna be good. Yeah, like right. there she comes she comes to Alfred comes to and there's just like a padding on her crotch and then as soon as she's like stitches, I was just like I'm out of here. Like Goodbye. Mutilation. Oh, I'm okay. just emotionally gone. That's horrible. Yeah, uh, I thought what my main note for that scene was that like the music was so weird. Like I know they were <laughs> trying to be weird and they've done some weird stuff with music, but I was like, this is too weird. Like she just like like I don't know. Genital mutilation is like. It's not a rock music situation. <laughs> it just felt so weird, and they kept flipping like the. Oh god, that was bad. Frame. Yeah, I, I like, I liked it as it was like lo- like a long shot, and then they kind of did like a close yeah. up of her head, and they just kept flipping it, and it looked weird to me because basically, like she's very symmetrical, so you couldn't really see it in the face, and she was facing <laughs> camera, but her ponytail, yeah, her ponytail kept <laughs> her switching sides, and it was really <laughs> fucking with my brain because I was just like. Her hair's just changing. <laughs> yeah, they're just she's just flipping her hair back and forth. Yeah, it felt what, like what, yeah. I don't know it because it was kind of like a sad like I felt like Rory was bringing the acting chops. She was sort of having like a, the slow build cry that I felt was super appropriate for the moment, and then they were like "boo rock out, man," and I was like, "No, <laughs> not now, like not not today after this horrible thing has occurred." Um, yeah, although, like, I know, like, I don't really know what was done to her. The options are all horrifying. But considering that they just, uh, they didn't want her to not be able to reproduce, I assume it was a clitoridectomy, which I had to look up how to say, because I oh, forgot. Uh, well, you but, forgot? What, what were the Because I was just like, I think in my it. notes it's just like, did they cut off her clitoris? Because I couldn't remember mm. what the procedure was called. But, um, yeah, I assume it's that. Which, it's the idea that she can still, like, it seems like they wanted her to still bear children, right? Yeah, yeah. That, they that's just one thing. They were just like, we're not going to mess pleasure. you up. 
Yeah. Is that what it is? Because they're going to stop her from being a lesbian by stopping her having fun having sex, I guess? Because that stops who you fall in love with. <laughs> That's how that works. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, that was pretty awful. Um, But, like, awful... But not, like, the the story part wasn't... That part wasn't awful to me. Like, yeah, yeah. I no, felt that like... Was... Story-wise, it was, like, the appropriate amount of, like, disturbing and sad that we needed in this otherwise kind of crazy, the silly moments in this episode. They're like, no, here's something very serious that just happened. And also, it is, like, a religiously motivated thing that still does occur, so it wasn't, like, completely out of left field. You're kind of like, Yeah, it didn't feel, that's exactly, like, it didn't feel out of left field. Like, it felt like, within the storyline, I was like, oh, this makes sense. It was still, like, surprising, and it feels horrible to see. And then they were, like, rock music, and I was like, okay, the, the mood is ruined. <laughs> you pushed it, yeah. <laughs> like, you really went for it, and it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, no, they... And I that was surprising, because I made a note earlier in the episode where I was like, I'm liking that they don't do a lot of, like, dramatic close-ups, and it's usually, like, kind of mid-chest, <laughs> like, camera up with, like, the camera doesn't move. Yeah, even I like while that information is happening, and I like camera. it because it's yeah, it's it's very dramatic because you're just like oh for sure oh god because you have to focus on what they're listening and it's not overly dramatic and then like right at the end they were just like fuck it it's happening <laughs> you're just like oh. we're gonna have fun and it's like no we're not having fun because something just horrible happened to this perfectly nice character like yeah although there was also like it. a lot of gratuitous slow mo in the last flashback where they're oh, at the protest the- and then people started getting oh, shot and also. Like a really slow cover of Blondie's Heart of Glass was playing. Yeah. And it like devolved somewhere near the middle, and I was like, this is weird. All right. Okay. I, mean. I just want to say that my association with that song was I think I've told you this before. I had this when I got a DS a long time ago. Um, like, I didn't really know what games I wanted, and so people would just kind of buy me games that they thought I would like. And so at one point, I was purchased a fashion game. And the fashion game, every time your character would walk down the runway, they would play Heart of Glass. <laughs> and, yeah, so hearing that in this scene was very surreal for me. <laughs> I was kind of like, walk, walk, fashion. No, no. Run away from the police, but do it in a fashionable way. Yeah. But, alas. <laughs> no, it was... Yeah. Yeah, that scene was, it was one of those where it was yeah. like, all right, I, like, see what you're going with. They're it like, hey, we're relevant. over the top, but, like, we're I We're relevant I here at The Handmaid's it. Tale. Yeah. Like, there wasn't bad dialogue, so I was, like, relative. Yeah, nobody spoke. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. <laughs> the performances were enough. Yeah, I, I just feel like sometimes they're doing okay things, and then they're, like, their stylistic urges... Yeah, sort of like disrupt. Which any you found out the scene. who the cinematographers for this show are. Yes, and you oh, should I share with the class because it's very impressive. <laughs> um, yeah. So the cinematographers are. Oh my god, it would be cool if I knew their names, but because I suck, <laughs> I totally forgot. Um, I was gonna try to see if I could Google it quickly, but I'm I'm not sure if I'm fast enough. But the cinematographers <laughs> of the Handmaid's <laughs> Tale are wow thanks google for nothing okay well basically it's the guy who did the fall and the woman who did lemonade um beyonce's lemonade of course i don't know what other lemonade you would think of but so i was discussing with the before this how the show visually is like the love child of lemonade and the fall 
um, with like beautiful costuming and like uh, art direction and then the same sort of color palette as Lemonade. Mm. Um, and it's just like, it's super gorgeous. And I think uh, one of the things that the show consistently does well is, well, for the most part, is the cinematography. Some of the editing, um, I feel like, gets directed weirdly. But <laughs> the cinematographers are doing their shit right. Like, they're doing great work. And the show is super beautiful. And I love uh, the black matte cars that the eyes have. I'm like, yes, chic as hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> the eyes are like fashion icons. <laughs> All black everything, black matte cars. I'm like, yeah, I know you're evil, but like sick ride like i don't know <laughs> i was into it um but yeah fun fact and i don't know i think that was about all i really had to say about this episode i had a lot yeah. to complain about <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i don't they, it feels like they're i don't know how much more flashback scenes they can show so it feels like they used up a lot <laughs> of it in this one episode when they really shouldn't have yeah, we're so only in episode in. three, guys. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! What like, else what else are happen? they gonna pull? Out? I have no idea what they're gonna pull out of their hat. Honestly, I have for... no idea either. It just feels like everything already happened. <laughs> it's like it's done. That's why I think like I haven't seen the movie, but I feel like it a might be. There's a movie. Oh, uh, yeah, it has From like a, a long really time ago. Weird poster. Might have to look up when it was, but um. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a movie, and I don't know. I feel like um, it might be better suited to a movie format. Like I'm enjoying yeah. this, but like it's, it's oh 1990. Different. Yeah, it's it's, it's um, super different. I don't know pacing wise. It's it's yeah. It's very. I don't know TV. how they're gonna. I mean, I want to wait to see how it continues, but yeah, yeah we're so. only in episode three. A lot <laughs> could happen by eight, but a lot of terrible stuff could happen. <laughs> Bison oh my god! Eight, so the the handmaids in this movie have like scarves on their heads, and they kind of just look like they're cleaning up, or nuns. So they look like, like maids. weird nuns. Well, <laughs> it's like weird gauzy gauzy handkerchiefs. All right, I gotta get I mean. in on this. Oh wait, this looks like a very sensual movie. Oh, <laughs> I I'm loving their hair though. They're really working that hair. Oh yeah, they do kind of look like like young nuns. <laughs> In training, yeah. <laughs> Nuns in training. The, yeah, that's think, a weird uh, poster, though. All right. Yeah, it's, like, so sensual. It looks like a <laughs> romance cover. I know, she's got, like, kind of, like, an almost mullet, curly mullet thing happening. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, better days, the 90s. Better days. Oh, and uh, in one of these images, I think... I recognize one of the actors, but surely he was not in this movie because, <laughs> Lord, what is this? Um, maybe our, <laughs> maybe we should watch the movie. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> but yeah, I guess as far as the show goes, it does feel like they've sort of rushed through a lot. Um, they've added a lot that. Some of it has been interesting, but some of it has landed not on its feet. And yeah, I don't know where it's going to go from here, honestly. Yeah, it could. It's like a complete coin toss as to the quality, as to the plot. <laughs> like, it's yeah, is real open. 
And we aren't getting much from the new of Glenn either. And we haven't gotten anything of the storyline with Mr. Scrabble. Um, she only scrabbled once so far. But <laughs> yeah, he like showed up and fucked off real quick. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was he in this episode at all? I felt like no, I didn't he's, he's in Washington. Oh, of course. Of course. He's doing he's doing the good business. Um, yeah, this felt very much like a episode for the wife, um, which is like how she was referred to in the book, I think. Serena Joy. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Waterf- Waterford? I'm not yeah. sure. It's weird. I don't remember anyone's names, which means that like <laughs> I'm not bothered by like yeah, any name I reveals. I was talking before <laughs> we recorded about how I was bothered by the name reveal of Emily, who is... Uh, of Glenn. Of Glenn. And it just, like... Like, they're trying... I feel like they're trying to, like, humanize the characters by naming them, but they already humanized them. Like, yeah. I was already there. You didn't need to be like, by the way, her name's Emily, so I hope you feel real bad that this happened to her. Like, no, I already felt you probably bad. know someone called Emily. Yeah, it's like, I didn't need to know her name to, like, feel empathetic to her. Yeah. And like also, I, for, I forget like, everyone's names like immediately, so it doesn't so really it did affect me. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, like I barely remember the names they're supposed to be called in this new society. So like, God <laughs> knows, I won't remember what they're not ever called, except yeah, for like seriously. once. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully, next episode we see. I don't know. I want to see more scrabbling. I oh God! See yeah. More of this like Nick's confusing situations see how they unfold that i want to see if Upland comes back in yeah because they said she's gonna like i guess she's gonna just be put back into the system as a hand yeah. so like that's gonna go great although i guess the way that offer described it made it seem like she never saw Upland again and she just heard her story through other people so maybe mm. it ends in her death um which that's my prediction i have no idea um or unless they're just like, oh, and she went to another family and that was it. Like, I don't know. But I guess we'll just have to leave it in the the shaky hands of the writers and see where they, where they take <laughs> yeah, us we'll see boy. how that goes. Um, and yeah, I guess we'll be back next week talking about episode... Four. Four. No idea what it's called. <laughs> no idea what it's called. And I'm excited to see more of it. I think there's still, they haven't, I felt like this was a clunky episode, but they still have the potential to be good. And I'm oh, yeah, like, definitely. I'm believing in you. Please, please <laughs> turn around after this episode, please. <laughs> and uh, what should our sign off be for this? Did we oh. have, hmm, don't. Don't tell the eyes anything. Like <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> don't tell the eyes anything, especially if nothing happened. Oh, my God. And on that note. Goodbye. Bye. No improvement.